All right, cool. So, this is episode two. Yeah. <laughs> We're here. Yeah, we are here. We have made it. Uh, YouTube didn't block us <laughs> from the first one. No copyrights. Yeah, no copyrights. No copyrights. Um, I didn't steal anybody's ideas. We were just, um, just talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of hard to block talk, I guess. Yeah, for real. Yeah. So, um, this episode, we're going to talk about the difference between uh, people who want to, I guess, just go to school, uh, school as in college or any other uh, secondary school, and then also uh, compared to getting a job. Uh, this is something that I've definitely, I guess, uh, been an advocate for because I see so many people go to college mm-hmm. and then they don't get jobs after college. Mm-hmm. Like you, you might get a job, but it's not the job you actually wanted to or you even got a degree for yeah yeah oh my god okay we got to stop <laughs> because i forget to always introduce, introduce. <laughs> i was like is he gonna say the topic and then say so yeah yeah, yeah. all right so <laughs> today on the show we have dustin 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 i met him through the aam program again just like we had nelson on the other day and um Dustin was in the uh, the Marines, not Navy. About Marine. to come across the table. <laughs> <laughs> he was in uh, the Marines. But um, tell us a little bit about your uh, Marine experience, actually. Uh, there's a lot of alcohol. <laughs> a lot of alcohol. There's a lot of that. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's why I laugh when I see the memes. They're like, how was your military experience? And it's a scene from Game of Thrones with the, drunk, or the little midget. And he was like, uh, to be honest, I was drunk for most of it. <laughs> <laughs> um it wasn't necessarily everything I thought it was, but then yeah. it also did surprise me by with some things that I didn't think it would be, and it turned out to be that way. In other ways, it kind of was disappointing. What's some stuff that you, I guess, expected? Well, for one, even though I was going in into the aircraft wing, I still expected. I was like, all right, I'm going to go shoot people. No. <laughs> I mean, because I, when, I, when I went into the, uh, the recruiting office, I told them, I was like, I'm going to go infantry. Mm-hmm. Straight out the gate before I took it to ASVAB or anything. They're like, all right, just take the ASVAB. We'll put you in the infantry. Well, they didn't do that because they got my test scores back. And they were mm-hmm. like, no, you're not You're not going infantry. Uh, I was you're like, too smart. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I thought that at first. Then I found out. I was like, there were people in the infantry that scored hundreds on yeah. the ASVAB. I scored <laughs> 73. That's wild. Yeah, but they said my uh, GT, which was be like uh, your mechanical, electrical, your uh, – those types of skills, mm. they like you blew that out of the water, mm. and like you, we can't let you go to the infantry. You yeah. have to go to a more of a, uh, I guess, for a civilian term, like a vocational job. Oh, okay. So they put me in the wing, and I was like, all right, I guess I'll swing with the wing. Yeah. But, so, uh, so what exactly did you do? I was the aviation electronics tech. Aviation electronics tech. All yeah. right. So, um, is there stuff that you specifically learned that? Um, had anything to do with uh, stuff that you had done before you had joined? Um, a lot of, uh, well, everything that I had learned before I joined kind of led up and got me the opportunity to have that job. Gotcha. Um, because when I was in high school, uh, Toyota had just built a plant right out, probably like five minutes from my hometown. Mm-hmm. And uh, they came to my high school and was like, hey, we want your juniors, which at that year I was a junior, to take this test. Um, to see how they fare on it. And uh, if they score a certain level, it was like bronze, silver, and gold tier. And uh, I scored gold tier, me and I think like 11 others did. Oh, okay. And uh, they went to another high school, and they did it, and then they pr- they pitched a sale to us, and it was like, hey, take this program. Uh, we'll pay you at every third of it. So at the first third's done, you get paid. The second third's done, you get paid. And the last third, you finally get paid again. 
Um, and it was basically an electrician's course. Mm. But it was a year's worth, or no, it was like an associate's degree worth compressed to one Monday a week. And um, in the summer between my junior and senior year, we went for two weeks. Oh, okay. And um, we went through the electrical courses, the uh, OSHA regulations. Like, I got certified before I even left high school in OSHA. Jeez, that's yeah. dope. Yeah. <laughs> it was annoying, but yeah, I had to do all that. And so that, and then I took um, an auto mechanics class in high school as well. And that, and just growing up where I grew up, you know, because you're from Alabama. Yeah. And I'm from Mississippi, so... A lot of people like to do their own work. Yeah. They like to... Absolutely. They don't like to pay other people to do something they can do. Yeah. And so I grew up, you know, change, rolling up a car, putting it on, and uh, doing maintenance on it. You know, mm-hmm. changing the oil, checking all the fluids. If there was something broke and I could replace it myself, I'd replace it myself. Yeah. Which nowadays it's a lot harder to do that because there's no room and you have to know all this the electrical stuff of it and all the computers that are within a car now and it's just pretty much they're making it almost impossible to work at it at home unless yeah. you do it for a living yeah then you can work at home on it if you yeah. own that same brand which even like even though you did all of that it's crazy how many people men and women don't know how to do that stuff yeah. like- my best friend he grew up like five minutes from me mm-hmm one, never rode a four-wheeler his entire life. <laughs> I put him on, and I said, let's go. <laughs> I was like, how did we grow up together, and you never rode once? Yeah, but yeah. he's not good with cars. He like Even before I went to my first tech school, um, he called me all the time. He was like, hey, there's something going on in my car. And I was like, well, I'm, I can't diagnose it over the phone, but I could try. And he'd tell me what was wrong, and I'd give him some, like, I'd get him on the right path, and then uh, he would take it to a, to a shop, and they'd pretty much tell him, close to the same thing i told him i was like yeah it's in that vicinity or it's that something to do with that part yeah which that's something like having that ability like we're all we're all people going through the same things like we all have the same problems every day yeah. if, if you've got a car you've got car troubles yeah. whether it's a flat tire randomly which i need to go fix <laughs> yeah. but um you know if whatever your problem is you might have lights go out in your vehicle it should be a simple fix you should be able to know how to do that kind of stuff and a lot of people you know, they say some people are mechanically born with a, a skill or the gift to be able to do mechanical stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, that should be something that everybody should know or not know how to do, but be able to do. Yeah. yeah because yeah. If, if you've got something that's, I guess, expensive that you... You should know how to take care of it. Exactly. Exactly. And if you're, if you're going to want to keep it for a while, then you should know how to take care of it because you don't want to keep on... Can, um, continually dishing out money to somebody else to fix it yeah that gets expensive it does oh my god it does yeah i looked it up on some of the cars that i worked on and i was looking at like we had to so the way it works is they give us the car and they say hey this is the issue or they come in for a routine inspection you know like a 60k where you got to change the fluids and inspect the vehicle and on inspections we'll see it and i'm like okay so this 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 you got this going on this is happening recommend you know we give it back to uh, the people that talk to the customers and then they talk to them and uh, they want to do it, and they say approve it, and then we start working on the car mm. on outside of the inspection. And um, I know it's because it's not just because it's Mercedes, but it does have a factor because that name brand is a little bit more expensive. But yeah. still, oh my god, <laughs> oh, yeah. how do people afford these things? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm always uh, me and one of my friends when we were in college, we had a bet. Um, 
about whoever <laughs> whoever got a Range Rover first, they had to pay the first car payment. <laughs> that was something we had talked about. Yeah. But like even like let's just say I don't know. Uh, I guess you you get a Range Rover that's like closer to newer and it costs like eighty grand. Yeah. If you even if you're making I don't know a hundred a hundred and fifty grand a year, that's still a super expensive. That's thing to over fifty percent of what you make. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's not so, accounting for the maintenance you got to pay for. Yes. The um, the insurance on it, and as well as your other bills and everything else you have to take care of outside of that. Exactly. So think about so even to bring that to a smaller scale, think about a person who's making. I would say the average American's making what forty fifty thousand. When you think about like a a, a middle class like or lower class, you know upper high, whatever you want to say the but anyways upper, like the middle class i'd say low income would be probably around that 30k range yeah and uh the middle class to uh upper middle class they're in between like 45 to about 75 80k yeah so that's for a single person if you want a car and that car is like a newer car i would say the average like top of the line uh not top of the line but um I guess fully loaded. Um, All the bells and whistles. Yeah, like a, a Honda or a Toyota. Those cars are what thirty thousand or something like that. Yeah, they're about thirty thousand. Um, it depends on like, if you get it bare bones. Like you don't want. Oh, I don't need the GPS. I got a phone. I don't need yeah. the GPS. I don't need this. I don't need that. If you take all the bare bones and you get it just bare bones and no bells and whistles, it is more affordable because that's what I did with my car. I was like, yeah. I don't need all this extra stuff. Yeah. He's like, we got GPS. I was like, I have a phone. <laughs> take it out. <laughs> get rid of it. <laughs> Lower so, that price. Yeah. But then they'll try to suck you in with maintenance contracts, which they do help. Yeah, they do help in the long run because like that initial couple years, it will help you um, save money. Yeah, like you can focus more on your payments than you worry about. Oh, I gotta make a payment. Oh, I gotta save in case something happens in between payments. Mm-hmm. So that does help, but it does raise the price a little. But it is worth it if you, depending on if how much you bring to the table to like as a down payment. Yeah. So I mean, if you're if you're spending twenty five, thirty grand on a newer car. And you're making fifty grand. That's still a comparison to somebody getting that eighty grand car and making a hundred to hundred fifty. Like that car is most of what you're making a year. <laughs> so it's it's so expensive to to get somebody to do the maintenance on a vehicle when you could be doing it yourself, and especially if you have a more expensive vehicle oh because God, those yeah. those cars the. The maintenance cost on them, the what it costs to get the uh, the products to work on those things, it's it's way more than what you should be paying. I was listening to a uh, Dave Ramsey, um, his his podcast, and some woman was complaining. She was like, "I need a job," or she's like, "I have a job, but I need I need a car. I need something to get around with." Yada yada yada. He said, "Don't worry about impressing nobody. You got nobody impressed. The thing get with an you." A to B. Exactly. He get said, just get you an A to B, get you a car that you're going to impress people. The fact that you can show up on time, yeah. <laughs> that, which is sad to say. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter about showing up in style. Just be there and just do what you got to do. And um, he was just talking about just get you a car. He said something about two grand. Get you a vehicle that costs about two grand that, that, that is just going to be able to work. And yeah. if, if it can work and a daily driver, you're good. You can you can worry about getting the, that nice luxury car later in your life. But if you're struggling, you got debt and stuff like that, just get you something that just can run. Yeah, that's pretty much how it should be. And But a lot of people are so warped 
around like I have to put up like this facade yeah. that I live this lifestyle yeah. and I have to impress these kinds of people and I'm like you're going to the club and spending money that you should be saving <laughs> you know yeah. you're flossing on everybody or whatever they say <clears> it is and uh, but you go back to a studio apartment in the ghetto yeah <laughs> what yeah uh, some people's priorities are just flicked absolutely flip flop yeah but yeah it's it's crazy the difference between um, people's mindset on on how they make that money because even even if you're you know if you say that I need I need this this and that if you are if you aren't making that kind of money yeah then you know people people have that decision when you come out of high school you have that decision do I want to do I want to go to school or you know college or whatever or do I want to start working and for a lot of people, it's smarter to just start working. Something that I learned coming out of JSU, I'm repping the school right here, but um, coming out of college, um, I, I just knew I just, school. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to college. Uh, and then I wanted to get my bachelor's degree, and I wanted to get in business management. So that's what I did. I finished in four years, and then I didn't know what was going to be next. And I actually was working at Pizza Hut the entire time while I was in college. And then I think it was the fall or no, it was the spring semester of my last. So it was my last semester in college. I ended up working sales at a Gold's gym. Yeah. And that um, that experience was nice. But at the same time, it wasn't it wasn't what I went to school for. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to school to be a manager and. I mean, I did do some management at that gym, yeah. but I wasn't, you know, at the level that I was expecting. You know, yeah. some people, when they come out of college, they expect, you know, I went through four years of education. Now I should be at a top tier yeah, level. Yeah, but where's your experience? Exactly. If you, if you don't have that experience, where are you really expecting to be placed? Yeah, and that's and that's the thing is um, people get so hyped up in uh, you know the big dreams or the dream jobs. They're like, oh, I'm going to school. That dude went to school for the same thing I'm going to school for, and look how he's living. Look at the position he's at. What they don't see is where that guy, yeah, he's got that, but what did it take for him to get there? He probably had to work all these little jobs that were, that were like building blocks, and it gave him experience that he needed to be able to manage or to be able to be at that position in his life. Yeah. It's all building blocks. They want the finished product. But they don't want to build up to it, which which is wild. Like. I know. <laughs> but it's a, in the day and age, it's immediate gratification. Yeah, it's the way with everything is nowadays, it's immediate. You don't have to wait. Like, yeah. you don't even have to wait. Like, what was a hundred years ago? You had to wait days. You sent a letter out to somebody, <laughs> and now you're just like, oh, I gotta send somebody something. Text, and they get it like that. Exactly. Yeah. So it's instant gratification. So that does warp your mind or warp the population's mind into saying, all right, I finished school. Where's my 150k a year job? Start? Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's another thing. Like people expect to make so much money. You think that as soon as you get out of college and you get your bachelor's degree, it's like it, it's almost as if you expect like you don't even have to actually be in school. Like yeah. money's just gonna start flowing into your bank. <laughs> like what? Like I I saw this billboard um and uh, it was like the perfect statement about it said did you really just spend 160,000 to make 40,000 a year that's true that's true it's so true and there's so many of them that do it too yeah it's and it's sad but mm-hmm. and that's another thing is 
some people they they're pressured into school they're mm-hmm. pressured into it and it like our generation definitely was because the generation before us they were all workers mm-hmm. and the few that got rich they had gone to school yep. but what that what the older generation doesn't realize is not everybody's born to go to school like that true like for me personally i i can't stand school like writing <laughs> essays and shit like that I, mm, yeah not my cup of tea <laughs> don't get me wrong i can talk all day i can write poems i can do shit all day long but you like hey write this essay <sighs> <laughs> yeah that's how bad it gets but um i'm more of the and i'm a hands-on learner mm-hmm. and so even like in the program that we're in he can preach all day i and i try to pay attention but i don't I can't. Dang. I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, okay, focus, focus. I'm like, I'm like a recovering addict because I'm over here like digging into my hand, like yeah. stay awake, pay attention, come on, and it doesn't work. Like yeah. I'm, I hear every word he says, and I don't remember any of it. But the yeah. second we start doing it, I'm just like, oh, I got it. <laughs> like it's all hands on for me. And a lot of people are like that. And school is not even, especially high school, is not tailored to that. No, they're tailored. The, the school system we have now is very outdated because it was pretty much made for factory work mm-hmm. to make saying, hey, I can fall in line. I can do this one task and everything goes smoothly. That's yeah. what the school was initially. The school system was initially made for educate you enough to be able to do it, educate you enough to get you to where you're like, all right, I can do that and you'll be fine. Yeah. And nowadays the world is not like that anymore. No. And it's a very big difference nowadays of like you have all these different learning styles and yes they were there back then but i don't think they were as prominent in people as they are now Hmm. with the way the world is and the way the technology is now it it brings that out in people more it shows like oh you can learn just by listening to someone talk yeah you can learn by uh just looking at something and touching it you can learn that way. And other ones are like, you know, the hybrids. They learn both ways. Mm-hmm. And those are the God-gifted ones. Um, <laughs> but school is literally tailored to just one learning style. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids don't excel at that. Like, I wasn't the greatest student. I mean, don't get me wrong. I got A's and B's a lot. But I wasn't the greatest student at it. Like, I struggled with it still because I was like, I don't, I'm not retaining this information. And it's yeah. because it's all in books. It's all reading. Now... If it was like reading and I had to do some examples with it and get my hands on it, then yeah. And I understand that there's it's impossible, whether yeah. it's high school, college, or like a, a normal or a formal college that everyone goes to. Yeah, like It's hard for some uh, subjects to get hands on like that. It's yeah. just pretty much impossible. And others, it's not the case. But I feel like as a system, it's just, oh, you can, uh, this is how you're supposed to learn. And that's not how I learn best. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'll learn. I'll just be a little bit slower. Yeah. And which is like, it's not selfish to think to yourself, I understand this is how the system has to be. Because, like, when I was in college, some of my classes, there were only like 20 something people. And then in some of my classes, there was about 60 people or yeah. 70 people. And then, you know, in big universities, there's hundreds of people in a class yeah. when, like, a big auditorium. Not everybody's going to do well in there. Because if you're a professor, you're not trying to single out one person. If somebody has a question, you're going to have to be able to cater to. Think if 40 people got a question in the hour and a half class. You spend the whole hour talking and answering questions. Exactly. You don't even get to teach what you wanted to teach that day. Exactly. So it's it's so rough to for college especially to be able to cater to everybody's questions or to everybody's problems on the way they learn. Because it, it's not 
it's not fit right. Yeah, so for that, I would say um, like normal colleges like that are the big universities that have hundreds of kids in one classroom and they're all sitting there and like it's impossible for them to really ask a question unless they make a scene about it. Yeah. Um, I would say that's, I think that's kind of like a design implement in it mm-hmm. because it's kind of teaching you to be independent. Like, oh, I have a question. And instead of being lazy and saying, hey, I have a question, answer it now. Yeah. You go out. You do the research. You yeah. find your answer to the question that you have. Yeah. So I feel like that's a like that's been designed into it to kind of help them do that. But in this day and age, everyone's lazy, which is weird to think because we have so much access. We have the most access ever in history oh, yeah. to information <laughs> to anything and the quickness of getting it. And yeah. people are just getting lazier and lazier about it. And they would rather have someone tell them the information because that person knows it than them look it up themselves yeah which is completely backwards from exactly what <laughs> yeah i mean if if our parents had the access to this kind of stuff who knows how they would have treated it like we we might we could predict you know say that they would they would be this way but we are our parents like yeah. we 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 grew up with this you know you're 25 Five, right yeah. yeah you're 25 and 26 like we grew up like we saw the first iPhones come out and yeah. the first like Samsungs and stuff like that yeah. and then I mean even when they had the Nokia Galaxy I mean the, the brick Galaxy, the Nokia the brick phones bricks. yeah the indestructible brick <laughs> with the snake on it oh so. my god dude. first game ever just come yeah. on come on yeah so I mean we we've been through and we've seen all that come through so for us to experience that and to think about how technology and as well as just the uh, seeing the different kinds of work environments and and growing up and seeing you know our parents like my mom worked multiple jobs she also had her own business yeah. uh, doing catering and cooking and cleaning and stuff that and my dad always worked at the state highway department like he was in the he was in the army retired um, army and then also worked at the state highway department and that's 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 what I saw as far as my parents and to see my dad working the same job and I believe he had the same title like all the time yeah. and then retired. It's just mind blowing knowing that there's that I have a college degree and knowing that he didn't and then the things that you can do differently in your life, the different avenues that you can take and just seeing other people as well. Yeah. Just like my friends and my friends' parents and knowing what they do and then just communicating. Communicating with people to find out like, oh, what did you do when you got out of high school? Did you go to this like um did you go some sort of special training? Did you get some sort of certain certification or yeah. something like that? It's it's crazy the different avenues you can take. Yeah, there's a lot more avenues nowadays afforded to us than our parents ever had yeah. or could have ever dreamed of. Like, cause my mom, she uh she worked in furniture her whole life. She uh she cut leather. She's a leather cutter. It's rough on you. Mm-hmm. And she would do that, and she would still have like one to two other side jobs, where she'd leave there, and sometimes she'd go work at a, a liquor store, and she'd be sitting there, and you know, doing the whole sales thing. And then sometimes we she eventually got me a job there while I was uh, in school when I was old enough, um, at the arena where we have all our concerts, where all the music comes, the festivals, or any kind of gathering that's gonna have a big crowd. The arena is where you go, and she worked security there. Which I find hilarious because she's all of about this tall, <laughs> and is, and she's uh, you know just this little lady, and she's with security. I'm like, who are you gonna stop? <laughs> who are you gonna stop? Stop! <laughs> Don't go! Quit it! Put me down! <laughs> That's what I think. Yeah, when yeah. I see her in the security jacket, I'm like, mom, who are you gonna stop? <laughs> and then I see this like six four, eighty five inch wide dude behind her. I'm like. He's the one that's going to stop him. Okay. <laughs> You're just the spotter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But um, she did that, and you know she never, she dropped out of school. Okay. Uh, she didn't finish high school. My dad, he finished high school, but he was he worked construction his whole life, mm-hmm. and that's what he did. Another rough job. And then here I am. Uh, I mean, I didn't go to a real college, is what some people look because some pe- people look down on vocational colleges. <laughs> Which is like, wild. Which is weird. <laughs> and, like, I see these posts all the time, and they say people, um, like, there was this one, it was like a cartoon, and it was this girl, it was this woman, she was drawn, she, you could tell she was snobby just from her comments, and it said, uh, you see that, and it was talking about a guy that was uh, get, picking up the leaves, and he was in, like, a city shirt, hmm. and he was, like, picking up the leaves, and you could see that, that's why you should stay in school, and um, so you don't end up like him. Oh, wow. And then there was another mom with her son right by him. Hmm. And said, you see that son? He's got a pension. He's working towards retirement. He's like, he'll be taking care of the rest of his life when he retires from this job. And he's, I'll be damned if he's not making more than this bitch with her <laughs> liberal arts degree. <laughs> and the woman looks stunned. And I was like, fucking facts. Straight facts. And people look down on it because it's not glorious. It's not glamorous. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, oh, you're not in this big million dollar building or billion dollar building with a million dollar office with a scenic view of the big city you're in yeah and they're like if you don't have that it's not a good job if it's not glorious and everybody wants that and it's like you want that and you want to be able to afford all these nice things mm-hmm. there are people that do um you remember that show dirty jobs with yeah Micro? dirty jobs yeah. there are people that do jobs like that that make close to the same amount as some of the guys that you worship in the office exactly they make the it's just hard work and it's actual real work mm-hmm. and i've always been a worker i've come from two workers my and both sides of my family they're all workers mm-hmm. that's what i was born to be was a worker and i mean i don't get me wrong i can manage i can be a manager that's fine i don't want to run no company because i'll just stress myself into an early grave because <laughs> uh, i worry a lot but um like i'll i'll work and that's what I'm good at, and that's how I learn and everything. I'm very, I'm a very hands-on person, so that's why. I just well, right after high school, I went straight into the military. That was my dream. I was like, graduate military. And um, people ask me why did you choose the Marines, and I was like, well, the guy I was raised with, I consider him my older brother. He joined the National Guard, and I was like, eh, Army, National Guard, same thing. I'm the little brother. I got to one up him. <laughs> so I went to the Marine Corps, and um, I went there. Did my stint, and then I got out. And when I got out, um, had the GI Bill ready, and I was like, what do I want to do? And I was like, I ain't going to a real college. I ain't going to pass. <laughs> I was like, one, is too much alcohol, too much partying, and I know me. I don't do well with homework. Yeah. So I was like, and I'm not going to learn anything anyway. Unless it's history, I'm not going to learn it. So I just went the vocational route, and people make fun of it. And I'm like, dude, people make a lot of money in the trades. Oh, yeah. Because if anything, I feel like tradespeople are more educated than the ones that go to universities mm-hmm. because you have to constantly learn technology is constantly like changing your job so you have to go back to school again or get additional training on the new equipment yeah so you never stop learning it, yeah. like trades you have to continuously learn continuously go to classes constantly and if you look at the hours i mean it's ridiculous the amount of hours you'll spend uh, learning in classrooms and stuff for the new stuff that you never thought you would do for a trade. Like, oh, I'm here. I'm going to swing a hammer. No, <laughs> no. That's not all you're doing. Yeah. So it's it's insane. And people look down on it, and it blows my mind. I'm like, this person works hard, makes an honest living, makes a damn good living. And it's like, but because he's not all flashy and in a $100,000 suit, yeah, it's not a good path for someone to take. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that blows my mind. Which... I'm I'm a big advocate for um, people just doing do what you think 
is best for you. And in my opinion, uh, a lot of people, you know, as you said earlier, they get pressured into certain decisions. But uh, uh, pretty much just a we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, but pretty much just to, to sum everything up, I, I think it's best for people to help schools. <laughs> As you were talking about, it's like it's kind of an outdated system. Help help the schools understand what the kids need to do when they get out. Help them understand that. Prepare and, them for life. Yeah, prepare them for life. Pre- prepare them for uh, that first step. And teach me how to do taxes. I don't care about a cell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tax season's coming up. Kids should be able to know how to do it as soon as they get out. Yeah. And that's something that um, they should all be prepared for. All in all, the last thing I just want to say is I'm not downplaying universities. They are important. And, you know, Absolutely, for, yeah. especially for people that excel in that environment, you know, they need those schools. Yeah. I'm just saying my thing is I'm not one of those people. I'm yeah. a vocational person. So I have to do the trades. That's yeah. what I'm good at. That's what I excel at. So I feel like you should choose choose whatever you're good at that makes you happy. Yeah. Regardless of whichever way you want to go, do what makes you happy and do what you know that you'll be good at, you'll excel at, and you'll provide a good life for yourself and future family. Correct. That's all I think anybody should do. All right, everybody. That's it for today. Uh, thank you, Dustin. Uh, we will try to get this next one in and um, be out to you all shortly. All right, everybody. Have a good one. See you.